from this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had a great time at our home church, World Outreach Church, here last weekend. If you're anywhere near the Topeka, uh, Kansas area next week, we'll start next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, a.m. and p.m. at Light of the World Christian Center. We'll have a great time. So come join us, be with us. You know, it's amazing how we, we should gather all the more. The Bible says, as you see the day approaching. So that means we can see the day approaching. So that's what the weekly update's all about, looking at everything that points to the coming of the Lord so that we accelerate. Remember, we don't get into end-time teaching to escape theology. It's a hustle theology. So I do like what the Lord did. You know, he, he rebuked the Pharisees because they didn't know the time. So always rebuke the Pharisees over and over and over again. But the only time you ever beat the crowd was, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So he wanted them to know. And even when Jesus walked into different villages, demons began to cry out, have you come to torment us before the time? Don't you love that instant submission? But the amazing thing was that they knew Jesus was on a schedule. They said, you've come to torment us uh, before the time. They knew he was early. So if demons can know the schedule, surely the church can know. Uh, same thing with the tribe of Issachar in the Old Testament. So we get into all of this so that we have great joy. Uh, great joy produces great strength. I had a guy tell me, Joe, if you preach on the coming of the Lord, you're just scared by his hopes so. up. Uh, that's exactly right. It's the hope that purifies us, even Israel pure. So as we get into all the things that are, hap things that are happening around Israel, it's a total setup for what's going to be happening at the edge of the tribulation and showing us how close we are to the coming of the Lord. Amazing to be the generation. I hear people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Well, our new book that just came out, End Times Made Easy, there's 75 some odd signs showing you how flawlessly clear it is that Jesus is just about to come back. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel. Well, probably the number one thing would be, uh, of course, uh, the war still going on with Ukraine and Russia. Putin came out and compared himself to Peter the Great, saying it took him 21 years to defeat Sweden. So kind of scary for him or ominous for him to even say that. His right-hand man, though, this was kind of interesting, came out and said that Russia will annihilate any nation that messes with them. So you've got a lot of verbiage going on uh, this week, probably more than I've heard in quite a while. You had China threaten Taiwan. Taiwan. Taiwan came back saying, hey, we've got our supersonic missiles ready to go that can hit Beijing. I've never heard Taiwan say that. Uh, so you go back to Iran, though. Man, a lot of stuff's been happening with Iran this last week. Man, oh man. These are huge things happening. You have uh, satellite imagery showing that they're ready to uh, literally send a rocket into space. But probably even more clearer than that was the International Atomic Energy Agency said, this is pretty amazing. They said, Iran has passed the threshold. They have weapons-grade plutonium, weapons-grade uranium, and they, they probably have four bombs. Now, the, uh, for them to say that, they're very conservative. So, of course, Israel came out and said, okay, our F-35 stealth bombers can reach all the way to Iran now without having to have uh, mid-air refueling. So that was a big deal not to have to do that. Now, they didn't say what they were going to do or what base they were going to go from to be able to do that, but that's a threat to Iran. Like, we can send our F-35s in, and we don't even have to mid-air refuel. That's how easy it is be to take you out. Israel threatened Assad in Syria. He, Israel said, if you keep letting Iran come down into Syria and park missiles on our doorstep, we're going to bomb your palaces. Now, if Israel says they're going to bomb their palaces, that means they're going to bomb their palaces. So you don't mess with Israel. So you had Iranian hit t uh, uh, squads in uh, uh, 
Turkey going after Israelis. Israelis got uh, rescued several times before they had, were, were, were taken out. So you got Iran sending hit squads down into Turkey to kill Israelis. So absolutely bizarre times. Turkey's doing some of the most interesting stuff too, not just being an area that Iran can do what they want to do, but to go into northern Syria saying they're going to cleanse northern Syria, just like Russia's cleansing the Ukraine. So it's a, a bizarre thought pattern when leaders are coming out with such psychotic uh, verbiage like that. So, man, when you have uh, F-35s going into Iran, that means it's it's over for what they're, they're going to do. So you had two more, uh, basically aerospace or what we would call missile scientists, that got poisoned this last week. It looks like Israel killed two more. So that's, that's three right now. I haven't even had a chance to get into all the stuff that keeps happening around the nation of Israel. You've had 19 Israelis killed in the last few weeks by Palestinians. Uh, there's a big uproar in the Palestinian uh, hierarchy, you can call it, uh, about what's happening there. But this, this came out this week, which is so interesting. You had the U.S. Senate and U.S. House bring forth a bill for Israel to unite with nine Arab countries to have an integrated defense system or missile defense system. So when you when you have Arab nine Arab nations agree with Israel that we have to protect ourselves from Iran because Iran's so crazy, uh, that's an amazing deal. So you have a missile defense agreement coming together just to protect them from Iran. So you're, why is that a big deal? You're seeing the setup for the Ezekiel 38 war. All this stuff is happening because the players are getting in position. You even had the planets this last week form a, a strange alignment uh, in a row. And it's almost like God's showing everybody, hey, everything's getting set up. Everything's aligning. Everything's ready uh, because Jesus is just about to come back. How blessed are we to be living just before the king returns? So we get into every, every week we talk about all the signs. Why? Because the Bible's so clear. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem one back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two will not pass away to all is fulfilled. But man, then you have the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. I didn't even talk about it, but you have Francis president this last week say we have to vaccinate everything that can be vaccinated. So there's this weird pressure for control, especially in France which is the head of the EU right now. So you have the EU brought back together like that. You have 172 different species of predatory birds. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's in position. Uh, this last week, they got uh, there was an aromatic scientist that got all the incense ready for the third temple. So they have everything ready. I mean, it's they're literally about to step into that seven-year period called a time of Jacob's trouble. So all these groups are getting together, like the predatory birds. They're a cleanup crew for the land of Israel. Absolutely amazing. But then you have foxes on Temple Mount. You have fish in the Dead Sea. You have the Dead Sea turned blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was on the Day of Atonement. Absolutely amazing. Then you have the, the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. So you have all these things. You have Rabbi Exod Kaduri prophesying that Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins right for the coming of the Lord. You have uh, Bishop Malachi talking about the year in the year 1129 AD, how many popes would be on the earth all the way up to the second coming. He got the coat of arms for 114 popes out of 114 in the year 1129. The History Channel called that statistically impossible. Only a God could do that. 
So you have all these things happening that are pointing to his return. You have signs of the coming of the Lord. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. Would you ever think you'd be living when people want to take a few more photographs of themselves? So all these things are what the Bible said you'd see just before he returns. I hear people scoff now and say, oh, we've heard that all of our lives. The Lord's not coming back. Well, they're fulfilling scripture right there. The Bible said they'd be scoffers in the last days. So there's many, 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 many more uh, signs that point to his return. Like Russia rebuilt the arch for Baal worship in Palmyra a couple months ago. The Talmud says that's the last thing you'll see right before the Messiah comes. So there's sign after sign after sign after sign. Then you got signals. What are the signals? You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Four in a row. Amazing. When's the last time you had four in a row? NASA calls it a tetrad. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation, and 1492 at the expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you got the heavens preaching that. Then you had the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said so we have a, a, a heavenly event. You got, you got uh, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. I'm like, wow, it's the Bethlehem star. I love it that Regulus uh, did retrograde motion. You can pull up uh, the planets from Kepler's Laws of Planetary Motion on a computer. You can plug in a date. It'll show you what the heavens are doing. It shows you Regulus going back. It looks like it's going backwards. It's called retrograde motion. It's because everything's moving at the same time. And Regulus does a crown over Jupiter because the king is born. The king. The king of kings and lord of lords. So, man, you got all this stuff happening because the Lord's coming back. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor. We're more involved, more engaged. We don't fit church into our life. It is our life. The amazing thing is, is this is all really happening. It kind of freaks everybody out. Oh, is this really the deal? This is the deal. No other generations had all these signs. I've heard people tell me, oh, those signs have all happened before. No, they've never happened before. We're an extremely unusual uh, generation to get to see all of these come to pass right in front of our eyes. I like what Gabriel told Daniel. Daniel was kind of freaked out because Gabriel was showing him the events of the tribulation. And Daniel was like, man, how, how's anybody going to make it through this? And Gabriel said, don't worry, the ancient of days will prevail. <laughs> Jesus said, be, there'll be tribulation on the earth, but be of good cheer, I've, I've overcome the world. I, I, so how wild that our God is coming back. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll pick up with what's happening around Israel. Many things will be pointing to his return. So exciting days. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.